0: Welcome everyone you were listening
1: to and perhaps watching Hot Sauce Sports. I'm your host, Pete Deloriz. I am joined by the Met adorning Terry Tan. The Met
2: supporting Pete Alonso, reigning home run derby nah. MVP, league minimum making. He made not, more money
1: al- in the home run derby than he has in his career so far. <laughs> uh,
2: not allowed into the bar after hours. Pete Alonso, my boy, my boy. And also... Big congrats to uh, my compadre, my paisan, uh, Yanis atetokumbo, on becoming yeah, yeah. the first Greek uh, NBA champion, and congrats to the Bucks on finally getting a championship.
1: Uh, well, Terry, you know, congratulations to your lineage. As uh, thank you, as you thank know. you. We um, look very similar. <laughs> so you, like it's weird. Monetized. Like if you look at us, you're like, yeah,
2: those guys are from the same place.
1: Um, I we'll we'll talk about the NBA for sure because it's it's a it's NBA centric show. Obviously, um, we have. Uh, a new NBA champion and um I love basketball. I, I you know what I said this morning the first thoughts I had I woke up I was super groggy watching my brother's dog um uh, and he woke me up at Snoop. five thirty yeah Snoop woke up, he woke me up at five thirty in the morning to go for a walk and I'm groggy as all hell and literally the first thought in my head was I miss basketball. <laughs>
0: it's not <laughs> even
1: been 24 hours. And I was like I miss ba- like I don't have a game to look forward to the good thing um, is
2: that it starts really quickly. It's going
1: to start back in October. And there's the uh, the Olympics.
2: Oh, there's also the Olympics where That's Drew
1: true. Holiday and Devin Booker will be on. Or I think they already were on a plane together, flying to Tokyo. Awkward. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll get we'll get to that in a second. I mentioned uh, Duker Graphite is uh, on vacation. Uh, so at a time where he's traveling to a part of the world where there was a fire tornado, um, Jeff Bezos took a Penis-shaped rocket into space, and uh. the, the obvious place to start the conversation. I want to get both your opinions. I'll start with you, Terry. Um, what looks more like a penis, Jeff Bezos' rocket or Jeff Bezos?
2: Jeff Bezos, hands down. There isn't anything in the world he looks more like a penis than a penis looks like a penis.
1: But does he? Then, because don't forget, we started the day by seeing Jeff Bezos. He looks like a penis, and then we saw Adam Silver at the NBA game. Oh, he looks like in a penis. The world too. of penis. It's a very phallic world.
2: Dana White. Penis. penis.
1: Yeah, he's got he's uh, like all different. The shorter, thicker one, right? Like
2: yeah, yeah, all different sizes of, of penises. Gary Bettman, even though he has hair, penis. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He looks like like he looks like the penis, like in those like in a movie where the guy gets naked and you're like ah, oh, like that's what the type of penis that Gary Bettman looks like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. Very uh, eagle puts up the Austin Powers graphic that it indicates. Um, do you have the video eagle i do i'm gonna go get it in just a second
2: well yeah i'll queue it up for you but essentially what's with the cowboy hat i never understood
1: that well like i saw this i was like this is the midlife crisis of midlife crisis this is like how billionaires have a midlife crisis right like (laughs) they wear cowboy hats well and so here's here's the thing and like look i'm 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 gonna come off badly here i'm not pro-taxation I do think Jeff Bezos should have spent some money on taxation last year, <laughs> where everyone else lost their jobs, and he doubled his wealth in the first six months of the year. I think I think he should have spent something on taxes. Capitalism, baby. No, but 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 here's the thing: is like these rules were written before um, the before the world we lived in exists, right? And so like, you realize that the reason he went to space and he barely did, like there. I, I saw something. I I, I haven't fact-checked it. Greg Norman once took up, like, a, a small plane up as high as he possibly could. Like, it was, like, beyond the barriers of safety. And, like, essentially, like, got to, like, the tip of space before coming back down. So Greg Norman, I think, was further, was higher in altitude than Jeff Bezos was yesterday. Um, planes literally have gone higher than um, than that rocket ship went. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is just... Like somehow this is tied into one of his companies that's going to declare a loss and then he won't pay taxes. So exactly. Like, so you talk about capitalism, but it's, it's to spread when, out like your, like your taxation, to, to spread out the, your wealth in a way so that you don't have to pay for anything. I don't know if that's actually even capitalism at that he's point. He's a genius. He's a genius. Oh, he has he's, amazing, he has amazing accountants. <laughs> like they go into that. Amazing accountants, amazing lawyers. You can count the taxes or you can fly to space. <laughs> what do you choose? Mm, both. <laughs> but
2: like imagine, Eagle, am like crazy like was I the only like, one I'll fly but I don't, I'll still pay the taxes.
1: But he did it. Like, he paid it. He paid less than you and I last year. Um Eagle. The uh am I wrong? Am I the only one who thinks this like was I like cuz you're like into like science and stuff and um, nerd was I, was I the, Yeah I was going to say You're a nerd um, yeah. Was I the only one Disappointed by The Bezos trip to space
3: You know what it is I, I don't know If this was overhyped From his side of it In terms of what They were actually Looking to accomplish Like was this it This has got to be like The test flight For the next
1: flight right? I thought it was be gone for like The summer Like he'll be back August 9th You know like He's going to take A trip, trip around Like go check out His satellites Come back home That's what I thought It was going to be
2: but yeah, he didn't even so, orbit.
1: No, he didn't. So is is it even a successful trip? Uh, he, he, well, based on the size of the cowboy hat, one would assume yes.
2: Yes, exactly. You never wear a cowboy hat that big unless it's it's a very successful. It's a, unless it's a very successful failed attempt at entering space.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or um, like I mean, like think of it this way: if the you know if the Saints lose that game to the Cowboys, Stephen A. Smith doesn't wear a cowboy hat into the bar.
2: That's a very good point. So yeah, it has to think be
1: a borderline on on success. That's a good point. Cowboy yeah, movies, yeah. they never lose, right? They always win by the by the movie, right?
2: Well, there's always somebody that gets shot in like a duel, you know? Yeah.
1: But it's There's possible. always like there's always
2: a guy that gets like a ricochet shot and he's like,
1: eh, and
2: he just yeah. dies on the spot. Have you ever noticed how quickly people die in, in the westerns? And like how like small people are and
1: yeah. how like how like little blood there is
2: compared yeah. to like a real gunshot wound? And they're they're just out like it's yeah. like a
1: kung fu movie. that one kick
2: to the face and they're dead. You know, yeah. it's. I watch a lot of, of MMA. And it's not really real. the
0: edge of it. Did this moment motivate you to push deeper into the cosmos? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the resemblance is actually uncanny. He just missed the cowboy crazy. hat. They're both wearing jumpers. Um, the by the way, the, the wristwatch on the jumper, classic. Oh my god, that's <laughs> uncomfortable. Yo, that, how do you, how do you know Jeff Bezos is divorced? His wife clearly didn't dress him that day. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, hat, he
2: can't wear he can't wear it under because he's got to look at the time, right? T time T minus six minutes, you know all oh, that shit. He's
1: the one doing that,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, he has to know. Uh, that's a. You don't become a billionaire if you don't know everything about your situation, piece. That's why yeah, you're not a billionaire. That's why you're not a billionaire. But you can. That's the only reason
1: I'm not a billionaire.
2: <laughs> but you can become a billionaire if you use hot sauce. Uh, if you use hot streak fantasy and you use hot sauce promo code MLB. Obviously, basketball is done, but they just started the MLB and it's been abysmal for me. I will say this: I've lost every bet, but it's fun. I just placed another one. We'll see if I hit. I'm gonna win my first bet. I promise. I will win my first bet, and I will be making billions like Jeff Bezos. And I will not spend my money to go to space. I will spend my money. Oh, bet just came in. Look at that, and it's a
1: a loss. Look at that. (laughs) I I have to say, like I made, I made, um, I made like forty bucks on game five, and then game six, I lost like (laughs) sixty. (laughs) <laughs> I was making so many bets, and the Suns didn't make any three-pointers. And we'll get to that. We'll, we'll actually get to that right now because it is time for the news. Ah, Terry, it's the news. Is it? It is. It is. When does um, your brother come back? I don't know. I, I He just left me with his dog and fucked off. Um, you know
2: what's funny? What's funny is Alex creates a whole folder for him. He's like, okay, put everything in this folder. He calls it porno graphics. So Duke ignores him completely and just makes another folder called vacation graphics and he puts everything in there.
1: Yeah. He even – he because even cre- he knows how terrible I am with this. He created one called peas. And he sent me the <laughs> yes. instruction, throw out the graphics when you're done with them so that you don't reuse the same graphics by <laughs> So yeah, um, he's you, the best. You
2: are you are the you are the dumbest smart person ever.
1: Yeah, it, it's i yeah. It's, I really. My, my wife actually makes this observation often: is that they I know a lot about so many things, and then so little about so many things that matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the things that actually matter, <laughs> I have so no idea. Also, I, I space
2: out. Like, I'll 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 focus in on like weird shit. Like, I'll watch like a t- thirty minute jiu-jitsu match, which most people would fall asleep to. Mm-hmm. But today, driving to to get my second shot, I took the wrong. I forgot to turn twice. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's it's a mess. I can't even zone out when I'm driving.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, so, Giannis had a game that no one in NBA history has had in the in the finals. He scored 50 points, had five blocks. Uh, I think it was 13 rebounds. Basically, since we started tracking blocks, nobody's had that game. Um, it's you know statistically the the greatest Finals performance. This is from a guy getting heat earlier in the, the playoffs, saying that Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. Um, this is a guy getting heat for saying Chris Middleton is their closer. Um, he closed out that fucking series. I'll, I'll say that much. Like I was the first half especially where Chris Paul kept making the, those mid-range jumpers and then Aziz Kumpo came down the court and just smashed it into their faces. And, like, um, I heard this take by The Athletic's Zach Harper. And he said that Giannis's injury that we all thought, when he got hurt, we all thought, okay, well, Giannis is done for 18 months, right? Like, he clearly snapped his leg in eight places, um, but yeah, it was back almost immediately and had basically three, two 40-point games and a 50-point game in the finals. And he was saying that the injury actually led him to perform better because they designed a game plan where he basically played as a big and wasn't handling the ball. And was they, instead of getting him the ball 20 feet away from the hoop, they were getting it to him like four feet away from the hoop. Yeah. And then just letting him use his ridiculous body to just bully guys. And he, he likened it to Shaq playing for the Lakers and, and the impact that that had. And and I never thought of Giannis as sort of a modern age Shaq, but he, he was that last night in terms of, you know, the impact on defense, to be able to just cave in the, de- the cave in the defense on the other end, you know?
2: Uh, he honestly is he super impressive. And, uh, you know, you got to be happy for the guy. He seems like one of the most genuine humans in the league. And this season is, has been the best playoff NBA playoffs in a long time. The reason why is because it was two teams you would never think would make the finals. You know what I mean? And the Suns, I mean, I wouldn't think that, not never, okay, Milwaukee, there was a guess. Educated guess, you can say Milwaukee's gonna make the finals.
1: Well, they were were Uh, the best team last year. They, they've, yeah. been, they've been close three straight years, right?
2: So. The, yeah, but the reason why I'm saying is that you wouldn't think they were going to get in is because everybody was heavy on the Nets because you know they stacked up, yeah. and everybody was heavy yeah. on the Sixers and, and because assume Ben Simmons and Embiid were going to do something magical.
1: If Kevin Durant doesn't step on the three-point line... Different game. ...the Nets win the championship because yeah. the, the Nets, they don't go to overtime. He has the three-pointer to win the series, and then I don't think you are stopping the Nets as, as they're getting healthier, right?
2: Well, if... Kevin Durant had a Twitter account. Would it be his? We don't know. We'll never know. Good
1: okay, fight. We'll no, but never it's just like know. we're not even talking about an injury. Like we're talking about like literally Kevin Durant when he plays, he has he wears a half shoe size bigger. If he wears his normal like street shoes, they win the game. It's just the margin of error in yeah, that yeah, game was sense. this literally the smallest. I but, would say so. Like from a narrative perspective, Terry, I agree in that like a I've been high on the Suns since they got Chris Paul because. I just liked that collection of young talent, and they're fun. They're just a fun team to watch.
3: Even then, though, Kawhi got hurt, and that basically ruined the Clippers' chances at yeah. all.
1: So. But so, so it, it, what, that's the point I'm going to make, though, is that from a narrative perspective, it was fun to see these two teams. But from a like, if you love basketball, it, it wasn't great. Ba- you've had some great moments, but there wasn't a lot of great basketball. There was a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Chris Paul and Devin Booker ended games where they they basically, you know, and Booker took some stupid fouls at the end of games. Booker and Chris Paul turned the ball over. Guys were were missing. We've never had this many stars, this many all stars missing in the playoffs uh, due to injury. So it's it's a lot. Like it, it's it was a lot, and still I found it still compelling because of the story, because of the narrative. To your point,
2: Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday brought them there. You know, with the way they played, and Chris Middleton played lights out, man, especially in the in the Eastern Conference Championship. Chris Middleton was a great player. Uh, and then Giannis just ended it for them. Like he just he just closed it out. The fact that they were down two, going back to Milwaukee, and they went four games in a row, including one Phoenix, that that's it's such it's a story. It's a it's a crazy story for such a good guy. But we the at the end of the day, are we gonna remember the half inch Kevin Durant on the line? No. no. Not at all. What, what we're gonna remember is we're gonna remember Giannis putting fifty to clinch a championship and give Milwaukee Bucks like you know there's teams. There's cities, there's teams in all sports that you're like, okay, they're never gonna win a championship. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you trade a Sac- Kareem,
1: you don't deserve a championship ever. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sacramento Kings, uh, you know, like the Cleveland Indians, you know, like there's always yeah. there's always like a few teams here and there that you you look at them you're like, they're just never gonna win. The Florida Panthers. <laughs> They're just never going to win a Stanley Cup. Like it's just we know it. Milwaukee and the Phoenix and Phoenix were one of those teams. We're two of those teams. And the fact that we were able to see them both and we're able to see crazy storylines across the playoffs. Chris Paul's re- uh, reemergence, uh, Devin Booker the coming out party of Devin Booker, uh, Giannis proving everybody wrong on why he should be considered in the top of the league. Um, you know what I mean? Like uh, coming out, not coming out party, but Drew Holiday really, you know, increasing his value. Uh, well, Drew DeAndre, Holiday,
1: you, you you talked about how Giannis. You know, it was the honest show. And it absolutely was. But yeah. Drew Holiday's defense, unbelievable, in, changed the series. Like I, I remember last week, I criticized them saying you were brought here to shut them down. Yeah. And and it, you know, when it was two nothing, <laughs> those two guards, Booker and Chris Paul, were, were dominating. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, there's some technical things they did to adjust. Like, and I always say. Coach Budenholzer never makes any adjustments. He did. He did yeah. <laughs> I criticized. <Yeah. laughs> I criticized Drew Holiday, and he made it. He he adapted well within those adjustments, and he, dude, but you would see a, a marked difference when he was on, uh, when he was on Booker versus uh versus PJ Tucker. When PJ Tucker Coach, was there, who's a good defender, it wasn't the same. Yeah, Drew Holiday just didn't let anything happen. P.J. Tucker, another guy that had a, a
2: significant role, and Coach Bud. I mean, we, he, we can rip on Coach Bud all we want, like, and we have been, and a lot of people have. But realistically, he had a great game plan for the Suns. He, they, ex-
1: they ex- <laughs> he did, shoot, he they did ex- in the end. He didn't start. He didn't the end. At the end and of also, the day, he got, he got the W's that he needed to get right. So I thought Coach Budden, uh Coach uh, Budenholzer, was the the worst of the two coaches by a lot uh, heading into the series. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yet. Um the Suns had this terrible game planned last night where it was like okay we're going how we're going to try and defend Giannis is is was called drop coverage which is like you basically stand as you know like as deep as you can in the key all it did was let him just really just take guys to the basket because he was unchallenged from 4 or 5 feet away and they they eventually had to double but Giannis is also a very good passer so it just didn't work it was it was a dumb Decision, and it didn't pay off. I think they were just banking on well he's hurt, right? He's, the injury's going to start showing at some point, and it didn't.
2: Every time, every time he got the ball at the top of the key, he would just like legit just power through and just yeah. walk through everybody. And yeah. he, even if he's not dunking, he's he's spinning, he's hooping, that he's he's hook great. shotting it. He's unbelievable. He's that unbelievable.
3: Spin,
1: that spin move is nasty. You,
3: you and know you know why? what? Sorry, go ahead, Terry. Finish. No, no, go, go, you go. I was gonna say you you know why he was so strong? It's all that chicken.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we have a good clip. Yeah, actually, yeah. I do not know where you're going with that. Here's here's Giannis uh, at the Chick Fil A line after the game.
0: What
1: order for today, I guess. Are you gonna say your order? You? Can I have a fifty piece? Sorry, I will put you. Uh, can I put your camera? Do you mind or no?
3: Sure.
2: I just uh, there's hundred fifty thousand people watching you right now.
3: Really?
2: Yes. Okay. So can I can I have please a fifty piece Mac Minis, fifty exactly, okay. not fifty one, then forty nine. Chicken minis, yes? 50. And um, let me have a large drink. No ice. Half Sprite, half lemonade. He sounds <laughs> exactly, exactly like my cousins in Greece.
3: Like when well, they speaking. Also, exactly. can I say, oh, really? what a gentleman. Can I put
1: you on camera? Yeah. So that's something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is it? Oh, it's something Shannon Sharp hasn't even learned, and he's in the media, is you ask people before you put them on on TV or on, and, TV, and also
3: yeah. just the whole thing of like you know, like when you're on your speaker in your car and everything, it's like, hey, you know, you're on my speaker. I'm driving. I have this person, whatever. Hey, can I put you on camera? There's 150,000 people 000. looking 000. at you now.
2: <laughs> I think you should have f- told her that he's gonna get ripped off for
1: not saying how many people were watching. Yeah, well, the the thing is, is like, so if you're if you're the chick, first of all, the Chick Fil A takeout line is the best. They have people that come to your car. Um, they have. The oh, it's like out. that. It's like
2: that. In and out also.
1: Yeah, In and Out has that too. Um, and so she's, uh, she's there. Right. And like, maybe she's not a huge basketball fan. Maybe she recognizes, oh, this is like a famous guy, but she can't place him. And then like, she's like 150,000 people are watching your chicken order. What do you mean? Like, what is this? And what country is this guy from? His yeah. voice is so sexy. It is sexy. It is sexy. I yeah. Give him that. For some reason, though, Terry, your Greek accent just isn't as appealing. When I hear when I hear his, it's dreamy.
2: It's dreamy. My Greek accent sounds like it's from the mean the streets of Shamity, bro.
1: <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, so do they do they keep Coach Budenholzer? Because he was fired eight times during these playoffs, right? Like there was about eight times where it's like, hey, the Bucks are done. This is where they get a real coach. This is where they get a real coach, and not you can't right. Like he just won a championship, even though very clearly Giannis won you a championship. And again, I give credit where credits due. It was, you know, an impressment, impressive adjustment by a coach who doesn't do that well. So he yeah. he put on his big boy pants for the series hundred uh, percent. That said, maybe don't wear track suits to uh, the championship press conference. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. Like I know that's what he was wearing, but like you know, just change. He, yeah, like you know, he was a chance of winning a championship that night. You know, loosen up a bit. You know, like, yeah. yeah.
2: What uh, you um, do? He didn't make that adjustment.
1: No, that that's what adjustment he didn't make <laughs> to your point, Terry. Uh, so Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Chris Paul was okay last night. Devin Booker was awful. The like, last two games, just he didn't play well. I mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it. He got that face injury early in the series. I don't know if that was bothering him. I don't, not, not many excuses, just trying to look for reasons why other than again, drew holiday. But I didn't expect Booker to be that bad after the game he had in game four. Um, no. Chris Paul though, he's gone. He's an he has a chance to opt out. And I think he will at the end of the, at the end of the season. Um, And he's going to want a maximum contract for his last contract in the NBA. Right. Um, If you're the Suns. What do you do? You offer Max? I told you what I think they should do. I, I, you know, I told you that I think Ben Simmons is a great fit for that team.
2: He is a good fit for that team
1: because he he doesn't imagine have Ben
2: score. Simmons. Imagine Ben Simmons. Uh, I mean, listen, we we're saying if you replace one for the other, obviously you're gonna miss out on other things. Like Chris Paul has the jump shot. Chris Paul yeah. is a good point guard. Like he commands the game. He's able to call plays. Like he does. Different things that Ben Simmons does not do. Well, right? Ben
1: Simmons, Ben Simmons is a very good distributor as well. It's just the shooting. Yeah, right.
2: the shooting it's just the shooting, shooting. Yeah, he does also doesn't have like a leadership mentality. Ben Simmons, where Chris Paul is, a, but is you a know lead. this team,
1: he doesn't have to be right. Like because Chris not,
2: Paul is there, what what leader are they going to have? Like Devin well, Booker, Booker, I think
1: is going to step up. Right, this is Booker's team. He should. Sure, he has to. But Him and it's
2: not. It's not going to translate to a championship step. It's not. He's not going to step up to a leader, a guy who's going to lead a team to a championship next year.
1: For sure. I just, I just and think Chris that...
2: Paul is going to go somewhere in the West. If you go somewhere in the West, I mean, like, I don't know. I just don't see it. It just, I hate thinking about these things the day after the season ends because I yeah. know the offseason is going to be shit. And I know that Chris Paul is going to join a team that's probably, probably needs a good point guard, probably the Lakers. And you know what? Maybe they're gonna win, and Chris Paul's gonna go home, and he's gonna win a championship. And he's gonna be happy with his career, and he's gonna call it quits, and he's gonna be like, "Yo, I made 190 million dollars my career, and I'm good. My family's good. My my grandkids are good. Everybody's good." But there's also to Giannis's point where he's like, "I can go on any team and play my part." He's like, "But I wanted to stick here because they trusted me." But the thing there's is, also that.
1: But the thing is, Chris Paul has like he's been traded a bunch of times. He's a guy yeah. who, like, you and I agree on this. Like, he's one of the best point guards of all time. Right? Oh yeah, like, definitely. But a lot of people who are the you know, if you didn't win a championship, you know, again, the whole argument that a championship is a is a singular award versus a team award. Um, but like, he's going to always hold that unless he brings home a championship. Right? I mean, so, like,
2: look at Reggie Miller. Never won a championship. Best shooter of all time. I think it's hands down. Again, I,
1: I also didn't think is is Reggie Miller even in the Hall of Fame. I'm looking to uh, Eagle. You had a point. I think uh, yeah, I he is, actually. He is.
3: I wanted to ask though. Do you think this was Chris Paul's last legitimate ch- shot at a championship?
2: No, no, because he'll play for a contender next
3: year. Yeah,
1: sure. so so I I don't think that the Suns are notoriously cheap. I also mm. think it doesn't make sense for their long range planning because like they need to extend they need to extend Mikael Bridges. They need to extend um someone else. I don't remember. There's two players that they need their extension beyond the rookie year. So that makes it more difficult to to keep Chris Paul. Uh Chris Paul's not gonna take a discount because he's the head of the players association, right? So like it looks really bad if he doesn't take a pay increase, right? So yeah. he's gonna want a pay increase. I don't think the Suns will do it. I don't think it makes sense for the Suns to do it because their window is pretty long with Booker and Ayton, and those are the guys you need to build around. So I think it's either if they're on good terms, it'll be a sign and trade. Um but I think Chris Paul might want to choose his destination. So he might not agree to the sign and trade. And I think I think if he has the choice, he's going to go play for the Lakers because he's buddies with LeBron. Um, and why wouldn't you want to play on that team and be a contender right away?
2: I, am I – I mean, listen, you know how I feel about LeBron. Uh, but am I like – Is it, it's just me or do I feel like the whole thing I want to play with LeBron is kind of done with?
1: Um. I, yes, but don't – like – Chris Paul's from the previous generation of the play with LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, like they. Yeah. to me, it's very clear that they, they need a, another guard. Yeah. Um, and they need a, a guy who can make some outside shots. And yeah, because Schroeder is not Paul's the Chris Paul's not an guy. elite shooter, but he's a good shooter. Who? Chris Paul's not an elite shooter, oh, but he's yeah, a good okay. shooter.
2: He is a good shooter,
1: yeah. um yeah, Miller, by the way, 2012 Hall of Fame. My bad. I he is, remember. yeah.
2: I knew, yeah, knew he was. I should have known that. Best player. Um, okay. Best player of all time. Um, like
1: The fact that we had to think about it. <laughs>
2: You know, no, I just didn't think he got in yet, but I knew he was definitely in. You
1: know? I think he'd get in at some point. I didn't think he was in already, to be honest. I just didn't remember. 2012
2: was, was nine years ago. I remember. I, I I remember the the speech. I just I was like second guessing myself because my memory lately has been pretty shit. Not gonna yeah. lie. Uh, but yeah, Chris Paul, man. If you, I hope he wins one, man. I just it, at the end of the day, it doesn't tarnish his legacy in any way if he doesn't get one. Like, I like, think UI... Like Charles Barkley is known as the one of the best players to never win it he's one of the best players period that's it that's all like, that's all we have to look at
1: do you think dan marino was not an excellent nfl quarterback like
2: yeah i say that if dan marino wins one super bowl we're saying he's the best player of all time like quarterback of all time, what, like, right?
1: he, he's in like that Peyton manning range right like where it's like yeah there's like joe montana and, and, and tom brady and then there's like this group of players who are just the next level of elite right yeah and um you know He he absolutely falls. He absolutely would have fallen into that category where I don't know if a lot of people feel that way. If Um, we talk
2: about if we talk about Dan Dan Marino, if we talk about Aaron Rodgers as like one of the best of all time, we have to talk about Dan Marino. They're the same person basically. They're accurate. They got a crazy arm. The only difference is that Aaron Rodgers has one championship. That's the only difference.
1: Well, and Aaron Aaron Rodgers, by the way, he uh, he turned down a five-year, forty-two million a year uh, deal with the Packers. Good for him. Um, They tried to quote unquote make it right, but. Again, I don't think money is what motivates him at this point, right? Um, to 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 my wife's discontent, she learned after marrying me that I'm very much not motivated by money, and um, <laughs> like there are people like that, right? Like for him being respected, for him uh, being involved in sort of like the team's decision making, and a lot of teams do give that power. The Packers are famous for being this sort of really old school organization.
3: So I read a very interesting take about this news. So Adam Schefter leaked it Mm -hmm. or got the source or revealed it, etc., there's talk that it's actually the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. that leaked it to him It's hundred percent because up. there's a uh, board of directors meeting coming up next week. And so this is going to allow them to go with the narrative of we tried to sign him. He said no. What do you want us to do type of thing? Yeah. But th- someone uh, pointed out that it's very interesting about how that point about it's not about the money was never actually in anything that was potentially leaked to him. Schefter added that in himself potentially, trying to play both sides yeah. of the aisle there so that he doesn't piss off Rodgers, doesn't potentially break any you know, or burn any bridges with him as well. So it's, it's very interesting to see that the timing and the messaging of this leak. Whenever
1: whenever something's leaked, it, it, like who do you think leaks it? It's not like It has to be the player or, and the representation or the team and the representation. Like, yeah. it's not like a journalist just happened to walk in while they're having that meeting with Rogers, right? Like, or, or like, oh shit, I forgot to turn off speakerphone and I had Adam Schefter on the, on the line. Like, no. Oh, fuck.
2: <laughs> oh, no. What do we do? No, it's, it's, Shams isn't fucking hanging out in your closet. And then he's like, as soon as he gets the information, sham bomb. And
1: he yeah, disappears. He's the best, uh, by, he's by the awesome. way. I love Shams. Yes, oh, by
3: the, by the way, you're on speaker with Adam Schefter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: just letting <laughs> um, you
1: know. Th- 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 so that's the thing. Like, it, to me. Or if you're Shannon
2: Sharp, don't say anything.
1: Yeah, if if Tennessee sharp calls you, just you know, miss the call. Um, the thing, the thing with Aaron Rodgers, um, he absolutely leaked the information on draft day. Um, Oh, definitely, yeah. And then, you know, this was leaked by the team. Like this, this is a bad situation for both parties, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I so I don't. Here's the thing: I don't see how at this point they could move him for any decent value. (laughs) and i don't see how we can play for this team with all this bad blood so what happens like the season's not far like i'm reading dra- gonna- i'm reading fantasy articles right so like the season's close
2: they're going to have they're going to have to give him up for whatever they can get because they're not they're going to get they're going to get, they're gonna get nothing run a team
3: for. that way do you legitimately I think know. that's going to happen because here's what I think is going to happen: They're going to lose the first four games with whatever shitty quarterback is going to be filling in in the process. The fans are going to scream for the GM's head, and the owners are going to do something.
1: Well, oh, but the, the problem is, is that it, it's it's harder for the Packers to do that because of their bizarre ownership structure, right? Because they're not they're not a private entity; they're publicly owned. Um, so there's a lot less pressure than there is in a lot of other organizations. The other thing is, um, it's it's hard to get value. At this point, because you, every team's already made decisions. Like it's not that you won't change your plans if you have the chance to get in Rodgers. You're gonna. Every team is that quarterback away from winning yeah. a championship, right? Even the Jets is my point. But um, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, is that every team basically have, have already put their plan together. So like, unless unless we're gonna be able to buy them on pennies on a dollar, why are you gonna give up major assets to a team that has no leverage? One thing that so I, I got curious. I looked up the contract because I'm a weirdo. And, yes,
2: cuz you you love numbers for some reason.
1: Yeah. And so essentially it costs them a lot of money to get rid of Aaron Rodgers this season, but they basically save like 17 million on the cap if they If
2: they if he accepts that offer.
1: If they get rid of him next season. Oh, next. If, season. if this happens next season. Um and so I think that's the motivation, but my thing is like man, for 17 million like You have you have Jordan Love, who's on a rookie deal anyway. Who cares? Just eat the seventeen million and get this should have just been handled like in January. Go out, trade him, get as much back as possible.
2: But I think that they they felt that they can like fix like they can mend the relationship
1: and you know, I mean and Rogers like like Terry, as a fan of football. Did you ever feel that?
2: But no, I thought as soon as he as soon as he came out at the draft that he wanted to be out. I thought it was it was done. Like there's no way. Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem like the type of guy that does what other people want and sacrifices what he wants for other people. And nor should he. It's his fucking life. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with his life. He wants to refuse forty two million dollars a year for five years. Then hey, do that. That's you. Do that. Hey, and there's the nothing. Guy can he can turn down Olivia
1: Munn. He can turn down forty two million dollars.
2: Yeah, exactly. That girl's a rocket, man. Yeah. Like fuck, I couldn't even turn her down. Yeah. Um, but at the at the end of the day, what we're looking at with Aaron Rodgers is where's he going to go? It, are the Packers going to get what they want out of him? He seems like he's ready to just wait it out. And I'm good, man. I'm good financially. I'm playing golf every day. I got I got custom clubs from Taylor Made and I'm good to go. So you guys call me when you're ready. I'll be in shape. I'll make sure that I'm in shape. And call me when you're ready as long as I have the pieces around me that I know I can succeed with. I want to say all that shit. Or get me out of here. Send me to San Francisco, wherever the fuck else, wherever he wants to go, and get whatever you can for me. And I, there's nothing wrong with that for Aaron Rodgers. And people hating on him, all he should be playing, all this shit. No, if he doesn't want to play, he doesn't have to play. And that's, that's, that's the reality of the beast.
1: Yeah. Um, well, because again, like, people think of it like oh well you know you you signed a contract. Well but like if you're at a job and you're not happy and you go to another job, it's the same thing. That's this guy's job is football. Yep. Um there was something on the on the uh, NBA side I want to get to real quick uh, just because we talked a lot about Stephen Stephen A. Smith last week and uh sort of his comments. Um Emmanuel Acho made uh some comments by Giannis um that are in the same vein So I want to play this clip for you, Terry, and I want to get your thoughts. Was that not enough time for you, Eagle?
0: (laughs) No. Can Giannis not be the face of the NBA? Because the face of the NBA must be relatable. Mm. LeBron James. We know mm. LeBron James' mama. We know his mama name. We know his wife. We know the kids' names. We know Bronny. We know Bryce. <laughs> we know Zuri. We know the characters' names Zuri. from the Space Jam. We know all them cats. Kobe, the late, great Kobe mm, Bryant. Respect. We knew Kobe Bryant. We knew his upbringing. We knew why he knew so many different languages. We played at Lower Merion High School. We knew his high school jersey number. We knew he repped a 3-3. Knew he was from mm. PA. We knew all that. Mm. Magic Johnson, we knew about Magic Johnson, know about Michigan State Magic Johnson, know about the college mm. upbringing, know about the legacy there. Larry Bird, the face in the 80s as well. Mm. We know about the great Larry Bird. We know how Larry Bird went to college, left college, went back to college. We know about that. Know about the upbringing. We've seen the documentaries. Michael Jordan. Stop playing. We know about Mike. We know We know everything Mike. there is to know about Mike. We yep. know about the tragedies. <laughs> we know about all that. We also know about the tragedies that he had to face, that he had yeah. to overcome. The tragedy yes. with his right. father. We know all of that. But Giannis... We know Giannis's mama name. I do. What's her name? <laughs> Veronica. Veronica? Yes. No, I don't, and that's her. No, American no. Name. See, that's the problem. You oh, can't we relate not to not something if you keep I lying. tried to help you, Stop. I hate when people say, "Like, where you from?" And You say it's somewhere small. No, I was like, "Food." No, no. tell me. So I, know. here is part of the problem, Dilemma, Veronica, which is why Giannis <laughs> can't be the face. What? Because so Giannis goes to what I go to. People always ask me. I got asked this at a wedding. I think two weeks ago. Hey, Acho, where you from? I said Dallas, Texas. He was Nigerian. He said, "No, where are you from?" I said, oh, uh, he's like a hand. I was like, oh, see, I didn't know what you meant. Uh, There's so many hoops and obstacles uh, that we have to jump through yeah. in order to yeah. make Giannis the face. Okay. And I just think if we're being honest, we're too lazy to jump through him.
2: Yeah, you're lazy to jump through Emmanuel Acho, I, I, who I, I, I respect. I don't even understand. You're Nigerian. Like, What's the point that he's trying to make? I don't, I Kamaru, don't know. Kamaru Usman. He's a welterweight champion in the UFC from Nigeria. Israel Adesanya, he's the uh, the middleweight champ for, by way of New Zealand from Nigeria. Yanis Adetokounmpo, born in Greece, parents from Nigeria. Carey Price understand.
1: is uh, playing for the Canadians, not from Quebec. Not from Quebec.
3: Weird, right?
2: How I does that does, work?
1: Does Carey Price even speak French?
3: Highly doubt.
2: I've never heard
1: him speak. I just realized I've never heard him speak French. I yeah, mean
3: yeah, I'm sure hi, he'll hi. address them with like a bonjour bonjour hi. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah.
1: but I don't think like he's ever had like Oh god no. no I don't I but don't like think just so like 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 how are we still it's it's two straight weeks where we literally have this on the dock, and I'm like, how is this still the issue? And, and the worst part is is god knows his English is excellent. And he's super accessible. He's like, what else do you want? You just you literally want him to be born in a different place. Talk about imagine, imagine, oh
2: imagine, imagine. OK, imagine Skate Bayless said this about LeBron James. He said it about I mean, Clay uh, Travis says this
1: about anybody who doesn't look like him. So exactly. Well, Skip Bayless. Imagine he said this about
2: Kevin Durant. He can't be the face because he we don't know where he comes from.
1: Imagine that. Well, it's, Why like is saying, it okay it's like to say saying that about you know, Barack Obama shouldn't be president because we don't know if he's American. I was um. just going to say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. How many people were like, birth certificate, Africa? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's nonsense. It's stupid. Like To me, and like we literally started the show, A, praising his game. Uh, yeah. B, just talk about how accessible he is. This is the same guy in his first season sent all of his money back to Greece and was running to the stadium. A fan saw him and like, aren't you in the Bucks? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to the game. Do you want to ride? He's like, okay, yeah. He's like, I couldn't take a cab because I sent all my money to Greece. Like, he literally gave away all of his money to, to, to his family because they you know he's, they weren't wealthy and he was. He's thankful He's the ultimate. For what he did. He's the ultimate American story. Yeah, it, 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 dude oh my god I'm he's also
3: the ultimate Greek story fucking being bankrupt and no money to spend. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you he's the story of two nations two nations yeah. <laughs> be terrible with, with money three, and nations. Also... At the, uh, three nations
2: his parents had to leave Nigeria because you know because of political whatever yeah. the issue was over there at that time uh, but no, I mean listen he, what an American story he is he's an immigrant he comes here he makes a living for himself he supports his family two of his brothers are in the NBA one of them won a championship last year the other one won a championship with him this year uh he's got he's married he's got kids he's living in milwaukee he's living in fucking milwaukee yeah. the guy comes from an area
1: where they don't even know what snow looks like you know what i mean and like, he's loving milwaukee the thing is he comes from two areas where they don't know what snow is um but the thing is is that with with regards to uh with regards to Janis, is that like again it's it's all things you want and like isn't isn't that what America is supposed to be? Isn't it supposed to be the melting pot? Isn't it supposed to be a country literally built on immigration? And in the last, I don't know, decade or so, it's become one of the most anti immigration places in the world. And yeah. like, your country literally would not exist as we know it if not for this. Like, I, it's, and, and our country as well, by the way. It, it, you know, it's not, it's yeah, not limited course. to the United States. It's just we're talking about the United States right now. We see this a lot here, especially like the English and French dynamic. Um and like immigrants who don't come from French speaking countries versus immigrants that come from French speaking countries and you know we obviously have all these issues here as well we're not we're not innocent racism is not just an American problem but man it just I don't understand countries like ours countries like the US how this can be an issue in 2021 and all the guys done is be excellent at such a young age it's it's shocking to me it's shocking to me Um, the uh, (laughs) there was a moment of panic uh for Montreal Canadiens fans and we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh the, the the Seattle uh Kraken. Um awesome team name. Enjoying it so far. You know what um, their fans are gonna be called? What crackers?
3: Crackheads. Crackheads.
1: Okay, I thought it's crackers because hockey fans are all white. Um yeah, that's but, a good one too. But the uh the crackheads is pretty good. If they were if they were in BC it would make even more sense. Um yeah. but the thing pretty is pretty the thing is is that um Pretty close cool, actually. The, the the list of players has been leaked already. And Eagle is telling me do you know how much ESPN and Disney spent on the rights to to to, to show the uh a contract?
3: lot? Like that contract was huge. in like it's,
1: it's multi millions, right? Yeah. Let's like, see if I can just Google it quickly here. Two
3: hundred and twenty five million dollars annually. And now Elliot
2: Friedman, Pierre Lebron, Darren Drager, all these dummies ruined
3: it for everybody.
2: Even on Twitter, I Frank Saravelli being
3: today. the main one. By the way, he got his yeah, hands on right. the list, and he was like, "I'm going to end this whole man's career." <laughs> okay,
1: but like, but so, but so here's 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 the thing: is like, if Hot Sauce Sports got that information, we would run with it. Holy fuck, five of seconds! Oh yeah, 100%. So, you know, I, I I but like, we always say like, yeah, but they're credible. They're, We're not the leak comes from somewhere, right? We would have been after that. This, this yeah, would have been a start turn for one. us, Terry. But yeah, you think people would have believed us? We would have been no. like, Yeah,
2: the, the they're taking uh, Kale Fleury from uh, from Montreal. They'd be like, get
1: the fuck out of here. The worst thing is this, this, was, the the was worst thing Is there's so many things we've talked about that that have worked out the way we said it would. And I was yeah. like, you know what? It's not like we're pulling this shit out of our asses, right? Um, but definitely, yeah. I'm not gonna lie.
2: I don't. I don't hate this list. I like your D's. I don't yeah. love the list either. I mean, they have good goalie. They have Chris Drieger, who's he who played really well for Florida last year. Yeah. Uh, they're they're on just on D. Mark Giordano, You assume he's gonna wear the C. That's pretty sick. Morgan Morgan Geeky. He's a forward. Great Adam player. I, mean, I think. Also. I think. Yeah. He's got. He's gotten. Um. He has a lot of uh, potential. Uh. You Adam You can have Morrison. a
3: flurry D line with Hayden and Kale. That'd be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that'd be pretty. Hayden's Hayden's a young mm-hmm. dude. You yeah, know, I think they have, flurry, they have a pretty good the team. They have a pretty good team going forward. I didn't even realize that they got Jordan Eberle. That's huge as well. Um. Honestly, this Brandon Tanev, huge fan of Brandon Tanev, him and his brother. Yeah, this is a good team. And Yanni Gord, coming off two Stanley Cup wins, he's fucking pissed. Um, Yeah. And remember, this is
3: only an expansion draft, right? There's still UFAs and everything they can sign. Obviously, they have the draft coming up as well, so Mm -hmm. they can move more pieces around. And what I think has not been announced is the trades that were made leading up to this expansion draft. That's one thing that hasn't been leaked yet. Like, I think Vegas had 10 different trades going into their expansion draft. So maybe there's even more players moving around on this team.
1: The one thing I will yeah. say, like, in, in defense of uh, this being leaked is I'm never going to watch people's name. Like, other than the NFL draft, that's the only time I watch people's names being read.
2: Like <laughs> It's so funny
1: because I was going to message the guys in our
2: chat and be like, hey, guys, you guys want to do a live stream for the expansion? And now, then I then I, as I'm on Twitter at the same time I'm looking I'm like eh, everything is pretty much out now. There's no point. Yeah. There's even like leaks of like uh, that Carey Price is going to retire and stuff. It's all bullshit.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think he'll read. He he's not leaving that much money on the table to retire. Yeah. Um, Ariel Hawani made some news. Um, mm-hmm. he was on Dan Le show. I I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago. Um, the the interview was sent to me. I listened to it, and he had lots of inflammatory comments to be made about Dana White um about ESPN about Disney look we we know the the relationship between Dana White and Ariel Hawani has been contentious right um yes i don't disagree with a lot of what he says so i'll say something honest and i you know this topic a lot better than i do so as an outsider as someone who's not i enjoy the sport i wouldn't say i'm a, i'm a fight fan i just i i loved boxing growing up and this has kind of replaced that as sort of like a <laughs> An additional sport that I watch in the way boxing was for me growing up, you know, Um, I, what I do as I, I, I love and respect what Dana White did for the sport and for the community. I find the community also really weird in that they hate when mainstream people get involved, but that's how your sport grows. But that's yeah, I'm it's funny. like they, always, they call people casuals. It's like, oh, you're a casual. What do you know? Yeah, it's like, well, I'm a casual. You're welcome yeah. for helping your sport become more popular. You were one three years ago. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then so the other thing is with – with when I, I, I liken him to – Oh, by the way, Alex
2: Antern, ultimate casual. Yeah. like uh, Also, that's woo, okay. Casual on steroids.
1: That, like, it's okay. I just, I don't understand how mad he gets about some stuff if, oh, if you do that casual. Um, right. the, the, I, I, the way I feel about Dana White is similar to how I feel about Joe Rogan. I think that the things they've accomplished are amazing. I, for example, I don't think Joe Rogan is a particularly gifted interviewer. I think, sorry, he's, right. he's a good conversationalist. I, yeah, I, I think he makes the interviews too much about himself and how much, what he thinks about those topics rather than let the, you know what I mean? Like a great interview gets the story out of the person they're interviewing, right? Yeah. Not, now, you know, again, you won't get a lot a, of arguments with me. He created a whole industry and I yeah. can't knock it. A lot of what we do is not possible, literally not possible because without Joe Rogan and they like UFC is not possible without Dana White, right? And it, yeah. he literally fought legislations from state to state where it was illegal to have UFC. And um, for it to now be on Disney and to, to just to create that partnership. But, at this point i i don't i find he's kind of tenuous he always he's always saying the same things it's 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 just trying to be the loudest guy in the microphone i don't find him to be particularly interesting i like ariel Helwani for the opposite reasons i find him to be very engaging i find him to be a very interesting person i find every time i listen to him talk about ufc i learn something about ufc right so like as someone who's yeah, not sure as an outsider right like i'm as a, as a casual I learned more and more about the sport every time I listen to him. Also he's a Montrealer so he, and he hates David Samson so he he's got like two points in my in my like uh personal record book of like what makes him awesome? Those two things. Those two things yeah. really speak to me.
2: So, Dana White uh, to your point that he, you know sometimes he says a lot of, he says the same thing over and over again for the fact that he's been doing this since 1993 and he has been saying the same things over and over again. And he hasn't said anything really crazy and outlandish. Like at one point he was uh, – he hated he, – he said that women's – would there would never be a women's division in the UFC. Then here comes Ronda Rousey. Like the guy has been very innovative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As close-minded as people think he is and as conservative, conservative he's very innovative. He kept yeah. sports alive. He kept sports alive during this pandemic. I mean he made it so – uh, we're able to watch, still watch main events every month, every twice, twice a month, whatever the case may be. So he is innovative and creative
1: in that way. He and, also and again, I, and I don't take anything away from the accomplishment yeah. side of it at all. I, I think, also, I think, I think what he's done is absolutely impressive and I will absolutely give him his flowers.
2: Yeah. But, he also doesn't like when, uh, if you're, if the thing about Ariel Hawani and I, I, I love the guy, I listen to him. He's very entertaining. He's very well versed. He knows what he's talking about. He's a good interview. He's a very good interview. Yeah. Uh, interviewer um uh, the only thing is is that a lot of people don't like working with him and it's like his colleagues so like you like journalists around him like they just can't stand the guy like it's pretty well known like Luke Thomas doesn't like him like Bernard Schaub doesn't really know him but like you know he's kind of heard the same thing and a lot of people just don't he kind of rubs people the wrong way and it gets to that point where Dana White's like this guy, we've given him everything. And Dana White helped Ariel Hawani at the beginning a lot. Ariel Hawani, he has a great story, great success story. And Dana White helped him a lot at the beginning. And then Ariel Hawani goes and kind of bites the hand that feeds into a certain extent with the release of the Brock Lesnar news that kind of uh, made, made the UFC lose a bunch of money and all this stuff. And I'm, I, I'm on the side of Dana White where uh, – why he should be upset at Ariel Hawani. But Dana White does this thing where he's he can be a bully sometimes, you know what I mean? And he like he kind of pushes he uses his power to kind of squash you. Like to the point where now now he's not like I don't know what he said in that interview down Levitar, that he would be there before just working, and then security would come and have to escort him out because Dana White doesn't want to see him. It's not even just talk to him. He doesn't want to see him. And that's the part. it's like if he if he threatens you that much, like, you know, Dana White can squash it all he wants.
3: But is this a story of, like, betrayal and revenge from Dana White of, like, uh, I was supporting you and then, you know, you leaked something that hurt me and now I, I want to get you back type of thing? Like, ultimately, he was still doing his job. You but know, that, like-
1: And that was my point is that at this point, he wasn't part of UFC. He was a reporter reporting. So when he has news, do you want him to not? the news? thing is is that the thing is, is that just like in any
2: sport uh if it's something like breaking news like this you want to talk to the source and be like hey I have this information that's journalistic integrity like not that but do we know we, we know that he didn't do exactly that, do we, I,
1: I would be surprised if he didn't do that
2: according to according to Dana white Ariel never contacted him when it came to that Brock Lesnar story it was the day before it was actually during the during an event in the middle of a night where he they were about to uh, uh release a commercial like a trailer about Brock Lesnar are coming back and it costs $2 million and there was a bunch of people that were about it that, that, that were in on it that didn't know anything about it that El boom releases this tweet in the middle of the event because he knew that Dana White couldn't do anything about it in the moment. You know what it's I mean? Po- it's
1: possible that it's possible that you know this is early in Ariel's like journalism career um, Yeah. Just based on the timing of it I that's that's basically when he started right? Yeah. Um, no I, actually it wasn't this was like he was already working for uh, Fox at the time he was already Pretty but much, I'm saying it, not- was, it was maybe a year in, right? Like Brock Lesnar's a few years ago at this point. Oh no, this was Brock Lesnar's return. So this is. Oh, Brock- his return. Okay, uh, sorry. I thought yeah, it was, yeah. I thought it was when he first got. Okay, so look, I don't I don't know the details. I just I I know generally in journalism circles, Ariel's pretty well respected. Um, I don't know him personally. I don't know Dana White personally. So, like, we have to take both these people at their word. I just think that it's to me it seems as though Dana White's not interested in having. Actual reporters. He wants people who. No, not that's want. not that's
2: not true at all. Because Dana White, there. First of all, people get credentials for the UFC, mm-hmm. people that he doesn't even know. And uh, yeah, but how many of
1: them are critical of him?
2: Exactly. So there's th- that's the thing. There's a lot of them that are critical of him in okay. terms of not not necessarily the person. Aaron Hawni. Even before he was banned and all that stuff, he was critical of Dana White for certain things, and they butted heads. But he was still welcome; like he was still there. The only reason why he lost his credentials is because he leaked information that he shouldn't have leaked. Which,
1: that's which, the part. But, that's- I mean, like, and Verk was fired from ESPN for that reason, right? Exactly. Um, like that's that's like if that's the case, that's fairly standard.
2: The thing about Ariel is that, and it's it's sad a bit, but you know it, it's obvious that it's it's a all it's for the most part it's all about him and it's not necessarily about the story he wants to be the one to release the story and that's what all journalists thrive to do they want to be the first ones out there
1: Yes, and so no. you, you and i mean
2: th- you you theoretically
1: the, the, journalists are supposed to try and get the information out right like it's become, because of social media, it's become who gets the story first. But yeah, to exactly. me, getting the story right is more important than getting the story out first, but I'm also 100 years old. So, But the thing is,
2: Ariel, Ariel had a fucking the golden egg. He had the story right, yeah. and he had it. He's like, do I, what do I do with this? Like, this can... This basically can can get me a lot of clicks, a lot of likes, a lot of this, a lot of that, and it did. And I, I want, yeah, and I want to be the first one to release it. But what did it do? It tarnished the relationship that he needed to a certain extent, but it didn't. It didn't block Ari Hawani for a long time. Like he worked in ESPN after for three years. Like you know, he still well, so thrived. Story, after because he's the story, because story in,
1: in the interview though, he says that um, ESPN at the behest of Dana White because of their close partnership. Um, they specifically did not promote Ariel Hawani's show the same way they're promoting whoever's doing it on ESPN. I don't remember the name now, but um, before and, I don't
2: even know if they had him. before he's the first guy at ESPN. MMA. Well, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like the, whoever they have now is being heavily promoted, and the whole oh, time it's Ryan, was, it's Ryan Clark. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm. I, I'll take you, you know it, who I Ryan Clark is? You know a yeah, football is? player.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's who they accepting.
1: have replacing Ariel Hawani. That's weird. I guess. I mean, it's like having me do it at that point, but ah, um, huh, for real. Um, but the, the thing is, is that he felt as though, but, so. Imagine that, though. Imagine feeling like you're at a workplace, and your bosses don't promote what you're doing because of their partnership, and then they replace you with someone who's far less credential than you, and they promote the shit out of it because yeah. you're not going to be contentious like that. I oh no, for sure. Listen, feel, Dana feel, White has like a an ESPN Disney sort of thing.
2: Dana White has a big say in what they do, and they have a big say in what he does, and it's that, that a good partnership. Me though
1: that, that, that the NFL, that MMA, isn't she run ESPN, who were for a long time a journalistic entity and haven't been for three years. Yeah, they're not. Since they're not since John Skipper entity. left, they have not been a journalistic entity.
2: Right. And John, John, we'll talk about John Skipper for fucking. There's another doofus, but 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 a, but a journalism like a journalist journalist, you know, like yeah. that type of guy, and. Anyway, at the end of the day, Ariel has made more money since then and become more famous since then than it's anybody else me. in exactly. MMA. It's worked out for everybody. Jesus Christ. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's really loud. What the fuck? Was that thunder?
1: It might be. It's... We've had some weird weather the last two days. Um, that I, was thunder. I, I walked out of my house and it was both sunny and the darkest on clouds the, I've On ever the seen. walk
3: to the studio today, it was bright sun, sun, uh, sunshine with showers. And I was like... Do I How? like just walk and I dry while I'm walking in the rain? Or yeah. send it, send it to Mokan. So you ask him his fucking opinion. Yeah, what is
1: this Mo? Mo um,
3: explain now. All right, boys, rapid fire. Here we go. We got five today. One of which, oh, six, six. actually. Six. I six. added one. I, I have to one. scroll my screen. First one here: Monopoly Man. When trying to freeze Janice off of the line, everyone loves to count uh, with his super long free throw timing. So someone decided to do this. <laughs>
0: step through a good job alerting the officials for that mistake
1: I couldn't get enough of this guy the dude's counting 100 dollar bills he is <laughs> right <laughs> there all right you never People you'll never weird man yeah, <laughs> it's yeah.
2: the Phoenix strangest like- crowd it's the wild, wild west, man. They just do shit over there, you know. Like they don't have daylight savings time. They're like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's open carry. You know, they, they can do whatever the fuck they want in Phoenix.
1: It just, know? it, it was such a, it was such a combination of like over the top bros and retired people. There's nothing That's in exactly between. It <laughs> it's like the kids of the, ret- of the retired trips. people. Sorry. <laughs> and golf trips. And golf trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and everyone has a really pink tan. It's the yeah. pinkest city in America, I believe. Yeah. Definitely. It has to be.
3: Next, progress in Music City. Uh, the Nashville's, Nashville Predators prospect Luke Prokop is the first active NHL player who has come out as gay. Uh,
1: I hate to do this, but this is news. It's news because it's the first one, right? Like, it's the yeah. first openly gay professional hockey player. To be honest, and Terry, you you know the community a little better than I do. I always thought it would come from hockey first just because it, like, how, like, hockey players are known to support each other in the locker room, and mm-hmm. how, you know, th- th- there is a sport where um, they just they, they have that sort of mentality of like the, the brotherhood mentality, right? And boys, so, yeah. Boys. I always thought it was going to come from the NHL first, and it doesn't matter when it comes out. The important thing is it comes out, and that people like Luke Prokop can look up to him and be like, you know what? I can. I'm gay. And it doesn't mean I can't be an NHL player. It doesn't mean my life has to be terrible. There's somebody else out there, um, and so it's it's cool to see.
0: It is.
2: Uh, it's honestly, it's it's refreshing. And obviously, we saw it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like a, a a recurring thing now. Every season, we're gonna see one, two, three guys, and then it's gonna be normalized. We saw Carl Nassib come out. Ego misspelt his name. Carl Nassib come out um, and. Um, and announce it as the first NFL, active NFL player that's coming out as gay, and this is the first active NHL player that's coming out as gay. And I'm sure there's plenty. I'm sure there's yeah. plenty out there that haven't had the courage to come out yet, and maybe this will allow them to, you know what I mean? So
1: well,
0: well, it's, John, it's John good Amici for them. It doesn't he, change anything.
1: John Amici, the ex-NBA player, he's got, like, the Order of the Queen. He's a he's a psychologist. He teaches at some university. Um, great post-basketball career. He was an okay player. But he talked about all the time, like how – he never even felt that the issue would be in the locker room. He always felt yeah. as though he would lose his job because the ownership just. He felt as he he wasn't good enough to be gay, which is terror. It's it's, a, it's such a terrifying. It's a weird.
2: It's a weird thing to say,
1: huh? I'm not talented enough that I can be who I actually am. Like if Wayne Gretzky was gay, it would be like, oh, that's okay. Well, because you're not going to cut Wayne Gretzky, right? Yeah, exactly. You no, know? it's a, it's it, it is a terrifying existence, and so it's cool. It's cool that people are more uh, able to be themselves.
3: Next disaster piece. You guys both play softball. I watched mm-hmm. a clip this past week where the New York Mets looked like a Division Ten amateur softball team. They often
1: do throughout their history. To be yeah. fair, Terry so and I watched a lot like, of Mets the They teams. look like
0: they look like <laughs> pieces team, basically. So exactly.
3: I'm, this clip is at full speed. I think there's maybe about six people on the match that don't understand what's going on.
0: So let's watch this. Set up inside, got the pitch in, pulled the bat back down the third base. That is a fair ball. It looked like it was picked up in foul territory. Saying it was a fair ball. Oh, no. Now they're continuing to run the ball, got away. One run, two runs have scored, and three runs in. And out of all people. And Walker this, was arguing you know, the ball had rolled all thing. the way over to the fan facade by the dugout. Nobody went after it. Rojas is limited. He's been thrown out of the game. But to be careful as a little bumping's going on with the home plate umpire and Larry Vanover comes in, the crew chief to break it up. From the angle we were looking at, it looked like that ball was foul. I thought it was foul.
1: He's a player, he's not even oh, it's oh, is a, it's a coach. Oh, his Rojas. Look at this. Oh, Ross is the coach. Oh, yeah, sorry.
3: What a chest on him, the too, player. though, eh? Hey, like, ah, he a a can't grasp. Yeah.
1: That's
2: amazing. I didn't even I realize who it was. Up. I just
1: assumed player because he's jabbed. Be
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, Taiwan. Well, or he's, or he's not far removed, that. You know, number one, you don't want to tip He played recently in this rabbit when it's foul.
1: Oh, that ball I thought was foul. They need to get refs that are in better shape, just in case. Just in well, the they case look like they're not in
2: shape it. because uh just all that equipment.
1: Fair. I mean, this but also, they're also 900 people, years old. They're, they're <laughs> but also for, for people it. who
2: don't know baseball rules... Too.
3: This ball was overrule. still considered live foul, because the only chance for it to be fouled is if it passes first or third Martin base Hudson outside of the, the line. The this ball was still teetering on it, and so because yeah, they touched the it while he was inbounds, it's a live it's a ball. But point. Guy,
1: so like two Raws' defense, it happens all the time where ball so the ball's rolling towards the line, and players sort of push it beyond the foul line to help it to get there. So
3: this ball is... Looks like it's going to be live, right? Because it's going to cross in. So oh he, doesn't but, touch, he doesn't touch. He doesn't touch. He doesn't touch it. Okay, good. Choice, now, right here, see oh, how he's he standing he right he technically he right in bounds. That, that ball, ball, oh. A oh. That ball yeah. is a live ball.
1: But it it, it, it never gets Mets. treated that way. It it's never gets treated that the way baseball in baseball. To
3: argue. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, Gordon so the ball was out, and then it has to cross the line coming back in be considered So when he touches it, right? Touching the chalk, touch Yeah, here, he's in bounds. Yeah, therefore, this ball is alive. Okay, Uh, but I don't understand. When would
2: it be considered a foul?
3: If he literally didn't touch this ball and the ball stopped rolling right there, it would be a foul ball.
1: So, but but again, so the thing is, is that players do this all the time, and it's always called foul. It's so it's sort of like the the, um, the way the rules implemented versus what the rule is. Right?
3: What's the ump waiting for? He's waiting to see if he touches it while he's in 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 the field, which he is now. So okay, the but right the ball—the ball, now, the ball I'm saying—is the ball needs to cross the line, right? The ball. What if it never stops rolling? But the
2: ball
1: started foul.
3: The ball started
1: foul, but it isn't back. foul
3: until because it's still in movement. Okay. And if it passes the first or third base on the outside, then it's immediately a foul ball. But because it's still in the infield, there's a chance that it still is going to be a good ball. Right, because start out, come back in with a but roll. I don't
1: think it can come back in. It bounced it can. foul. The
3: ball is rolling in.: Yeah, but it
1: bounced foul already. It like hit. if the ball, if the ball hits behind the plate and spins forward, it's a foul ball.
3: Yeah, but there's some weird thing about the way this ball was hit, or whatever. Anyway, it was, but anyway. just ball, the, ball, the ball,
1: rule is never ball, actually ball. applied this that way. Literally every weekend, I see balls scooped into and foul territory the Mets, by the third baseman, and it's fine. Baseball, and in dark. this case, it just you can't the officiate it differently in different games. It has to be the same way you employ the rule all the time.
0: Yeah, that's why
1: there's a
2: turn it off because Mike is doing that thing where it's cutting in and out again, like it did last week. It's not your fault.
3: But yeah, that's uh, that's
1: baseball for you. That's the Mets. That's the Mets, Terry. Even in good seasons, this is what happens. Between that and Jacob Degrom being hurt every 15 minutes, it's uh, it's. I'm worried about the postseason.
2: But Pete Alonso won the home run derby.
1: Yeah, two million bucks.
3: Yep. All right, next. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but let's get cracking. Montreal Canadiens took a calculated risk in putting Carey Price. On the list of available people to take in the expansion draft, he was not taken. But everyone believed there was the potential, not saying it was going to happen, but there was a potential that Seattle could have taken him. And Bergevin put his balls on the table and said, you're not going to take him and called the bluff. Why would Seattle take him? To sell jerseys. Franchise goaltender. West Coast, ten and a half guy.
2: million. You're you're not going to the Stanley Cup. You're rebuilding. You're you're building. Not sorry. Not even rebuilding. There's no point of going after a 34 year old goalie making ten and a half million dollars a year that just came out with with knee problems. Smart leak, by the way. That was another leak by the Habs. Is that immediately the day after they put him on, they unprotect him. The day after that, they announced that he's going to be getting knee surgery. Geniuses.
1: <laughs> um, Go yeah. ahead, Terry. sorry.
2: Geniuses. Not like the geniuses that robbed uh, Brendan Gallagher's house. Yeah, yeah. But we're
1: pro-robbery. Pro-robbery pro-pro-robbery,
2: podcast. Pro-robbery. Pro-robbery. Pro-robbery podcast. Um, So, I mean, why would... There's no reason why they would take him. They, there was other... Go- they got a good goalie in Chris Drieger. Yeah. So... We, and but, I we mean, known he... They, they, we we knew known, they were, known that Drieger was, was
1: going to be a Kraken for like three months now, right? Like yeah. It was the yeah. worst kept secret in all of hockey.
2: Also, I was like 99% sure they weren't going to take Carey Price, but that was like a very unsure 99%. Yeah.
1: So... <laughs> I actually don't even think it's balls of steel. I think it was the safest thing in the world because A, to your point, Terry, they're not going to take him. Secondly, if they do, they clear up the Carey Price cap problem for you, which Benjamin secretly would have loved because he yeah. can't get rid of Carey Price, right? Because he's beloved. We saw what he did in the playoffs. like. But paying a 34-year-old goaltender for, what was it, four more years at $10 million? is going to be an issue at some point for the Canadians. And it yep. would have solved the problem for him as the general manager without ever having to be the bad guy.
3: Yeah, I've heard the plan is Jake Allen and Price are going to split the regular season almost 50-50 mm-hmm. or almost even Allen doing more of the, the grunt work. And then Price just takes over right. at the it's playoffs. It's load,
1: load management. Yep. It's load management. I, I don't hate it. it like, we saw it work already, right? We saw, we saw Carey Price literally be a different version of himself in the playoffs.
3: Next, Mannings United, ESPN, and Disney, now the same organization, will be partnering with Omaha Productions uh, for an alternate (laughs) Monday Night Football broadcast that will include celebrities, iconic players, current players, and just a general, essentially, live stream that goes along with the game. Uh, This is the graphic they put together for it. I've never seen this much forehead on a graphic before. (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, I, I think this is really good idea. Like this is gonna make Monday Night Football fun to watch just for like the only thing you could make this better with is if you give them like tequila shots every few minutes just to see how wild it can get. So you you're
1: the saying you never seen that... this much forehead and then you mentioned tequila and you don't you don't want me to bring up Joe Buck? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like the they say, Yeah is Joe that... Buck, that's the most forehead you can get.
2: Peyton is like really funny and Eli is, is under he's like under the radar funny. So I think it'll be good, but to individually snooze fest together could be great content
1: i so for years and years i've always said that like the the broadcasters don't add anything you guys know i watch most games on mute anyway because i'm normally watching three different things at once also because um, you're deaf yeah well, I'm almost all deaf too uh, yeah why tease myself it sounds i can't hear um but but the thing is is that i find this i find this interesting because Look, the the play-by-play guys don't give us any real content anyway. They just play back replays and give us, other than Tony Romo, who will now, once in in a while, sort of break down why a team will do this and why they did this. That's Mm -hmm. really rare. And so this is something else. It's guys just entertaining me while watching the game, which I love because the amount of times I'll listen to our podcasts while watching a game is pretty much constant. Like last night, I don't even know what they talked about in the broadcast because I was listening to Hot Sauce Sports in my headsets while watching. There you it. go,
3: there
2: you go.
1: So I, I I love this move. I think I think this is the future of broadcasting. I don't know why it took so long.
0: Yep.
3: We're next. And our last topic: cutting loose. Colin Morikawa won the Open Championship, but the bigger story was that apparently he needed to step out of the tee box uh, because someone had hit a transmitter there and was making fart noises as he attempted to tee off. And that's the joke. It's fart noises.
1: <laughs> um, fart noises is the category of things that I don't care. That's juvenile. I'm gonna laugh every time. Like the riots yeah. in Montreal. I'm anti-riot, 100% pro-robbery, okay. anti-riot. Yep. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna steal stuff, don't break anything. Um, but every time I saw people throwing the Montreal construction cones for which we are famous, I can't help myself. I have to laugh. Oh, and, absolutely. And this is the same thing. If you're gonna fart, if there's fart noises, I'm gonna laugh every time. <laughs> There we go. There we go. And imagine trying to tee off. And like, if it's you or I, and like Duke makes a fart noise with his mouth, we'll be mad. But it's funny because it's a fart noise. You know what I mean? So like, I have a feeling Colin Murakawa was like, you know what? I'm trying to win. But damn, I respect that man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that
2: he had to bring his trophy on the on a flight with him? And he took like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, at- he didn't fly private. I saw. Yeah, he didn't Twitter. fly private too. Yeah, he just took it with him on the plane. That was it. And he put it in the... Storage,
1: I'd be so top terrified top. of it breaking. I'm, I'm terrified of like normal things breaking. And then
2: no, those things back. are like they're padded on the inside, yeah. like the case. But it's funny that he had to bring it with him. Couldn't he couldn't just paid 150 bucks? It would have been to fly it to California, wherever he's from. Then,
1: then again, it's kind of a giant flex to walk through like like oh, airport definitely. with a with a giant trophy.
2: Well, what kind of a flex is it that probably nobody recognized him? <laughs> a good Well, no, but it's the it's the British Open, right? Like it's a big deal in England. I guess, but like people on, on an airplane, if they're just seeing like an Asian guy walking around, they don't they don't think it's calling more a cow.
1: Fair, 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 fair. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but he, look, he's doing, he's doing, <laughs> see, I, every time, every time. Um, <laughs> he's doing Tiger Woods stuff at this point, right? Like he's, he's won it's two, his first one, major, right? He's two, No, he just won, he won one uh, like a month ago or two months ago.
2: He didn't win the US Open. He didn't win the PGA. He won this. He didn't win the Masters.
1: He won a tournament recently.
2: He's won tournaments, but I think it's his first major. But yes, he is on the, the same path, pretty much. Well, he,
1: he, they were comparing him to Tiger Woods because of what he's accomplished at the age he accomplished it, right? So, How many models has he banked? Um, well, he to be released. Open? Did he win let's the wait US a, Let's wait for a specific Thanksgiving to arrive and we'll find out. Who won the US Open this year? Last year was the Shambo.
2: Who won it this year?
1: Um, I'm looking that up as I'm getting a call from Ram. my wife doing the show again. That possible? Yeah, Ram. What's his name? John Ram won it. John Rom. Hon Ram. Hon-ram. Yeah, Morikawa was fourth. I thought he had two majors. Many... Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be. Uh, wrong. Maybe
2: he had one last year, and I'm not aware. But I don't know because last year the U.S. was Shambo They didn't do the Open Masters. Was DJ and the uh, did he win the PGA Championship?
1: Well, this was the tour championship
2: did he win the tour, the PGA Tour Championship last year in 2020? He might have won that actually. Now that I think about it, I think he did win that.
1: The Open 2021, that's the one that just passed. I don't know. I just, I th- I thought I knew this heading in and now you're right because I'm going back through the through the past tournaments and you're right. I don't think he he won another another major. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the show. That's the perfect note to end on because it's a fort note. Uh, Terry, thank you for everything you've done today. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, live stream. If you haven't downloaded the, sorry, hot stream, hot streak. If you haven't downloaded hot streak fantasy, it's amazing. Uh, Terry and I enjoyed it throughout the NBA playoffs. I'm going to jump on it for baseball now because once the NBA is done, I watch way too much baseball and I irritate the hell out of my wife. Eagle, you've done a great job. Uh, so is Mike's barbecue rub, by the way. No one does a better job of rubbing my meat than Mike's barbecue rub. Um, if you uh, enter hot sauce 10 you get 10% off your order try the truffalo sauce. It is delicious I, um, I gotta order stuff. yeah definitely definitely thank you guys and thank you all for letting me be myself time. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Yeah, PGA Championship. I just saw it.
2: You know, PGA, PGA European, Europe,
1: yeah. PGA, PGA Tour.
2: forgot about that. Who won it this year? Oh, Phil Mickelson won it this year.
1: Yeah, Phil, it's true. Yes, Phil had the. uh, had the, uh All Guys, right. give me one second. My wife is calling me and she's at the airport.
2: It-